What's up, everybody? Welcome to another episode of Bros Talking, the weekly show where two brothers and sometimes a guest get together and we talk about whatever the heck we want to talk about. My name's Ethan. That all the way over there. That's Nick. What's up, guys? And joining us this week is a very special guest, our good friend Dustin. What up, Dusty? What up, boys? Dustin, the dream. How's your, uh, Nick, uh, how's your, uh, how's your, your quarantine going? So far, I mean, not many changes since last week. I, it hasn't even felt like a whole week since we've last met up, but dude, right? I, I feel like time isn't a thing anymore. It's just like it's already eight thirty at night, and I just had lunch like an hour ago. <laughs> yeah, like last night we were all we all three of us were actually playing video games, and you're like, I gotta eat dinner. It was nine forty five. Yeah, yeah. I'm I'm gonna take responsibility for your screwed up eating schedule. <laughs> I mean, you don't have to take full responsibility. I'm partly responsible as well, just because sixty forty. There we'll we'll go sixty forty your fault, um. But I mean, I wake up at eleven normally. Probably don't get out of bed until around twelve, and then decide what I want to do for the day. And usually by then I'm eating breakfast at one o'clock in the afternoon. So that's why my my that's my forty percent on why it's my fault. And mine is because I made you play video games before yep. dinner. Yeah, <laughs> you got me in the zone. The once war I'm in the zone. zone. It's hard to, once I'm in the war zone, it's hard to get out. Hey oh. Clip it, Gale. Uh, no, right. Uh, a little bit of housekeeping for everybody. You can catch a show usually every single Thursday. Sometimes we get lazy. Sometimes we just forget. Uh, but if you guys want to send us topics to talk about, hit us up on Twitter at bros underscore talking. Instagram at bros talking with no underscore. Or shoot us an email at bros talking pod at gmail.com. I'm actually, I have a good authority to find out that we just received an email earlier today. Was it from mom? No, it was not from mom. Oh, we got another email. We have a new tier one listener, everybody. I it? doubt she'll I doubt she'll listen to this episode, but our good friend Laura from New is it, York. Is it Laura? It is. That's awesome. Hell yeah. Well, guys, be like Laura and send us emails if you want to talk to us. Also, if you guys want a Bros Talking sticker, just hit us, hit up one of us on Twitter, and we will send it three dollars. That includes shipping and handling, and it's a, a sticker of our logo. You can go onto a Twitter and uh, you'll see that. Yeah, so do that too. Can I yeah. use the Bros Talking Pod email f- for all of my free trials? Yes. Yep. Okay. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you get lots of emails. <laughs> what kind of free trials are you doing? All of them. <laughs> oh boy. Oh. Uh, t- today though, we are uh, we're we're t- we're we're taking a step step back a, a year, I guess. To uh, to celebrate the uh, the accomplishment that was the Marvel Cinematic Universe, still is. Phases oh yeah. One through, one through four, yeah. Um, three. I'm pretty sure one through. I thought Endgame was four. Oh, no, yeah, you're right. Endgame yeah. is the end of three. Um, well, technically, uh, Far From Home. Yes, is, like, is the end of the, is the end of three. Yeah. Um, I'm pretty sure Endgame came out like right around a year ago today. It came out in May. I'm pretty sure. Damn near, yep. Right around there. Like end of April, beginning of Mayish, and then and then Far From Home, I think was like I think it came out on July fourth. Yeah, yeah. So uh, Endgame came out on April twenty sixth, two thousand nineteen. So a week from a week from today? No, today's the fifteenth. No, eleven days from today. Yep. <laughs> Math is hard. I got there. I got there eventually. Um, but we just figured we'd run down our uh, our uh, top ten favorite MCU movies, and we'll uh, we'll debate them. Yeah, we've had a lot of uh, spare time, and Netflix and Disney Plus have been uh, been good to us. 
providing all these movies that we yeah, can watch. I did a little research the past couple of days and rewatched some some movies that uh I either hadn't seen in a long time or hadn't seen at all. So it's uh it's gonna be good. Yeah, even even prior to all the quarantine nonsense, Disney Plus has been pretty great to me in terms of the Marvel stuff. But being cooped up in the house during free time definitely just like gave me the peace of mind that it was okay to just sit around and watch Marvel movies. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It made it it made it so it was okay, basically. It's acceptable. Right. So, Dustin, you sent, you sent us a little bit of a spoiler, and you sent us your list prior to I, this. I did, just because I wanted to antagonize you guys, because I knew we were going to have quite a few differences. Well, not well, quite a few. I don't know. I, don't, I, I, I liked it because that way I was able to build my list off of yours. That way I didn't forget a movie. Yeah, <laughs> so I, I just looked at your list and made my list, because I wanted to make sure I didn't forget anything. Yep. Uh, all right, so I guess let's just let's just dive right in, right? Let's just start off with, with number 10. All right, yeah, we'll do our number 10s. Uh, the order we can do uh, Ethan, Dustin, me, and then we'll just keep going. So I'm going first? Yep. All right. Uh, my number 10, kicking off my top 10 list for the MCU movies, is a 2017 smash hit called Black Panther. Ooh, okay. Uh, people, might think, people might think that's low uh, on, on this list, but I didn't see Black Panther until it had come to like Amazon Prime, where I could rent it, like about it, like nine months after it was in theaters and after all the hype had just built this movie up to like substantial, like it was supposed to be like the, the next big thing. And I thought it was a little overhyped. I still really enjoyed it and I really enjoyed Killmonger. I thought he was probably one of the best MCU bad guys. But I'm going to 100% agree with you on that one. Because I have, I have Black Panther way high up on my list. Um, like just because I wasn't that crazy about it, because probably because I did see it during the hype. I saw it in theaters. Like I want to say maybe first three days of its release, and like I liked it fine. Killmonger was fantastic. Michael B. But, Jordan, uh, man, it was awesome. it was just it was just it didn't it didn't do it for me as much as some of these other movies do. So I'll no, let that, you finish. That's a uh... That's that's fine because it didn't do it for me really that much either. Like, it I was actually telling, talking to Nick Dustin before you got on um, that pretty much up until like n- number twenty, these movies just could be interchanged at all. Like, it, dep- oh, dep- no, it depends on which movie I watch. Hundred percent. And recently I watched thing. Civil War and I was like, fuck, T'Challa is so cool. Like, I really yeah. love T'Challa. Because <laughs> so. phases one through three for Marvel Cinematic Universe is twenty three movies. Yeah. And right, that's I think probably you could only classify maybe two of these movies as bad. Uh, I I got three. (laughs) All all of these are like, I enjoyed, I had fun watching them. They're like visual spectacles. It's some of them are kind of cookie cutter for what you expect from a Marvel movie, but doesn't make you treat any less as a fan. Right. It's tough when you're trying to introduce a character and you have to give their backstory instead of do all the action that you can do in the Civil Wars and the Avenger movies and stuff like that. So it's understandable why some of the movies are stinkers. Yeah, we've been we've been spoiled with all the team up movies. Right. So every every right. solo one. So, well, where is everybody? Yeah, look, Why looking is he back, by himself. Yeah, looking back on it, the solo movies were kind of blah, but we needed those movies to get to the team up movies. Oh, absolutely. But yeah, so uh, Black Panther's my number ten. I, re- I I really enjoyed Killmonger. I really liked T'Challa, but overall it was just kind of a, a an okay movie. Like it was good, but um, 
I'm pretty sure at the end of Black Panther, the end credit scene is Bucky, right? Uh, yes. His left, his that, left arm. That shit slapped. Like, <laughs> that, that was awesome. Oh, uh, Shuri. One of the best parts of that movie. Yep. Shuri's awesome. And uh, Michonne. Uh, I don't know her name. <laughs> uh, Denai Guerrero. 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 Yes. We'll yeah, just call her Michonne. Yeah, Michonne. Uh, Dustin, what is your what is your number 10? My number 10 is the 2012 original Avengers. All right. That is, um, it's, it's the first two. So my, I would say probably 10 down are my top. Well, obviously they're my top 10 favorites, but I don't dislike anything from these movies. I like them a lot. Um, the only reason it's probably not higher is cause I'm a captain America is my favorite. And that is my least favorite cap, uh, probably because of the suit i'm not a fan of like the oh god it's so Buzz bad like your head helmet thing that <laughs> he's got rough. going on um loki's a fantastic villain that's when we start sort of um intermingling with thanos is starting to get more prominent and all the infinity stone stuff really starts coming to light even though we don't really know that it's an infinity stone yet um hulk's back and he's good and that's the first time that like we've had a good ruffle hulk on screen um yeah it's just all of it across the board it's great get some good stuff out of hawkeye Every, everyone's all teamed up together we got our avengers theme for the first time and that, that theme slaps theme dude. it's so good amazing just battle for new york is great it's 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 just it's wonderful times that uh that Avengers, also known as Avengers Assemble, snuck right out of my top ten into my number eleven. Mm-hmm. So my my number ten is uh, Spider-Man: Far From Home. Okay, that was my number twelve. I wow. very much I very much enjoyed it. I've only regrettably I've only seen it once. Um, I haven't seen it since it's been released, and I don't think it's on any streaming service, so I haven't been able to rewatch it in the past few days. But from what I remember, Jake Gyllenhaal played an awesome Mysterio. Uh, yeah, fuck Sony, whatever. But uh, Jake Gyllenhaal was awesome as Mysterio, and I think um, playing off of the results of Endgame really benefited it because after Endgame came out, obviously that came out, and um, following up the story, kind of putting an end to that chapter of Phase Three, was really nice for me. And and obviously I love Spider Man, so I really did enjoy Far From Home. So that's why it's bringing up my top ten. I Far From Home is so good. Um... I'll, I'll, I'll touch on that a little bit. But uh, my number nine is going to be the original Avengers. Basically uh-huh. for the same uh, same reasons, Dustin, you touched on. It's But it's also like seeing that movie, I'm pretty sure I saw it at uh, at the drive, drive-in drive movie theater, which kind of sucks. <laughs> that, that was my theater-going experience for it. But seeing all those characters at the same time on the screen, all on one screen, was just fucking phenomenal, dude. That, that one shot where it's just like 360 and they're all yeah, like back and back. Oh, yeah, man. They're dropping, is, Hulk's man. dropping down and Thor's dropping down. That is like, that is nerd porn, dude. That is like fucking awesome. And like Captain America is also my favorite Avenger, um, but he kind of sucks in this movie too. But um, but it, like, it's just so good. Like there's, there's no other way around it. Like it, you just didn't expect it to happen like 10 years ago, like when this whole thing kicked off. Like the goal was to get the Avengers on this is all on the same screen, and it happened. And like that, oh man, that's just yeah. it's just imagine, it's just, imagine if that like, ended it, right? Like that was it. Like oh, we did it. <laughs> yep, cool. Job well um, done, guys. There Loki, together. Loki's awesome. I really, I really enjoy Loki. 
Uh, didn't really enjoy him in in the Thor movies, but uh, really liked him in the Avengers movies. Not even in Rag. Well, I'm, Rock, though. I'm not counting Ragnarok. Okay. Not, good. not counting Ragnarok <laughs> at all. Um, well, we, well, just don't count Dark World for anything then. <laughs> ever. Uh, yeah, ever. <laughs> but no, uh, the original Avengers is my uh, my number nine. All right, my number nine is Guardians of the Galaxy Volume Dose. Again, the top ten, like, it was, that's where it got tough for me, was trying to, like, pick my favorites because I like all of them so much that they're all, like, within, like, points of percentages away from taking the higher space from the last one, you know? Because it, it, was, it was tough from ten to one. Mm-hmm. Um Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 2, the humor of Guardians of the Galaxy, I'm a big comedy guy, so that really helps me enjoy a movie, but being able to tie in, like, emotions and caring about the characters and everything when they are just a bunch of idiots running around being idiots and, and not necessarily great heroes when they're kind of, like, morally ambiguous on why they're doing the things right. that they're doing. Because it's like some of it's self-interest and some of it's for the greater good, and it's it's like it's a toss-up. It's it's very it's very human. Um, love Chris Pratt. Chris Pratt's one of my one of my favorite famous peoples. Uh, has been ever since Parks and Rec. Mm-hmm. Um, Andy Dwyer. Love of the cast. I think uh, Kurt Russell was a fantastic villain in this. I love me some Kurt Russell. Kurt Russell was. Um, Mantis was a nice addition. Whatever, however you may feel about her, I like Mantis. I like Mantis. Um, Mantis is a good character. Yeah. What's Dave, wrong with Mantis? Dave Batista coming way out of the left field of I mean, WWE. Spoiler alert, uh, spoiler alert, Guardians is both Guardians are in my top ten, but Drax in this movie, his comedy levels were just out oh of the world, out of this world. They were so, so great. awesome. It's just like the dry like funny when he's not necessarily trying to be funny it just it delivers so well and so uh just baby group that's all i'm gonna say is baby group <laughs> dancing dude baby group got a little overhyped but i still mm. love him i still love him 100 percent. i feel the same way about baby yoda and i love me some baby yoda yeah it's exactly baby baby characters that we like are always going to be great muppet babies i mean come on. <laughs> dude uh, what's your favorite uh, movie in the muppet babies universe in the uh probably um <laughs> I don't know any movies in the Muppet Stumped Baby universe. You. <laughs> yeah, I was I was trying to think of a pun for a Marvel movie and also the name of a Muppet, and I I couldn't do it. Yeah. <laughs> Nick, what is your number nine? Uh, my number nine is uh, Michael B. Jordan's own Black Panther. <laughs> ah. No, uh, I thought Black Panther, like you said, Ethan, it was pretty hyped up, and I didn't see it until it came on Netflix. I think it was on Netflix first. Before, before it yeah, before when Disney. Yep. Yeah. So I saw it when it came on Netflix. Um, I really enjoyed Michael B. Jordan's character a lot. Fearmonger was pretty cool. Um, and obviously T'Challa is really cool. And his his whole backstory, because obviously he was introduced in Civil War, but then real like learning about Wakanda and all the vibranium and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. I I thought Black Panther did a good job doing that. It's it didn't deserve the best picture. Um criticism that I was getting people saying that it should have been nominated for best picture or should have won best picture i don't think that's was really a conversation yeah it wanted like uh when it didn't get nominated a bunch of 
people were very, very, very angry on the internet that it wasn't nominated. Yeah, it so. it had it had a lot of people backing it, but um, it's still a really good movie. Obviously, it made my top ten. I really enjoy it. I've only seen it a handful of times, but I've I, one of the reasons why I like it so much is because of Michael B. Jordan. I yeah, it, that's the reason why it's so high on my list is because Killmonger is so good. He did so good as playing the bad guy. So that's why it's up there for me. He also uh, made a, a girl bite through her lip in the theater. Did you ever see did that story? He? No. <laughs> there was a story that girl came out on Twitter that she had to go to the hospital because uh, when Fear, uh, Fear yeah, when he came out and like Killmonger, not Fearmonger, uh, took his shirt off like in Wakanda, she like bit her lip so hard that she bit right through her lip. <laughs> She, she knows that all those dots on his body were for people he killed, right? Uh, I don't know. There's like tougher. this weird thing where like girls are obsessed with killers. It's like yeah. like Ted Bundy. Yeah, I was right? say that's why Ted Bundy was so. Uh, it's like, geez, man, come on. Charles Manson had a bunch of girls around him. It's yeah. like, whoa, yeah, did. what's going on here? Yeah, I don't know. You know. Michael I do B. have Jordan, a, though, I I have a huge bit. man crush. I have a huge man crush on Michael B. Jordan. See, that's how I feel about Chris Pratt. Mm. <laughs> All, right. All right. My number Moving eight. on. <laughs> Let's My all talk eight. about the guys we like. <laughs> it's funny because uh, <laughs> I just follow Dustin. My number eight is Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 2. Okay. Uh, I really enjoy the Guardians of the Galaxy movies. They are probably some of my – probably my – my second favorite franchise, like in the the Marvel Cinematic Universe. Um, That's number one, Avengers. Uh, we'll get to that. Um, but and I'm super super fucking excited for Guardians three whenever it comes out with hopefully Thor in it. As Guardians of the Galaxy. Yeah. Um. But uh, one thing I really don't like about this movie is that it splits up its cast. Like I really enjoy the dynamic that all of them have together, and this one just takes um rocket and groot and i forget who else goes away no uh rocket and nebula oh right rocket and nebula yeah because yeah because yeah with them but drax uh gamora um yeah because they go to mantis and yeah ego ego. Mm -hmm. yeah 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 they go to ego and then they're like hiding out in the woods and all the ravagers come and they get captured yep yep I, I don't I don't like that they get that split scene. up. Like, but, <laughs> so um, but then you get the yeah you get the the uh, oh man what's the song the uh, I want to say Frankie Valley but it's not Frankie Valley. Um, which, which scene? Michael Rooker using the or Yondu using the uh, the arrow on the ship. Oh, it's Jay and the Americans. Jay and the Americans, thank you. Come a little bit closer. God yeah. damn, that is the best scene in that entire movie. Oh, it's so good. That and my, Michael Rooker is phenomenal as Yondu. And spoiler, we should put a spoiler alert at the beginning of this, but like we're gonna spoil every single Marvel movie. So, uh, <laughs> post. His, his fucking uh, his death scene, dude. It's it's pretty powerful. Like he, I was, Poppins, y'all. Poppins, y'all. I was I was really <laughs> upset like when Yondu died because Yondu is my one of my favorite characters in in that yeah. uh, that franchise. But I I will agree with you wholeheartedly there. I wasn't that uh, too keen on him. In the uh, in the original Guardians of the Galaxy, which I mean is kind of the point. He's yeah, supposed to kind of have like a redemption in Guardians 2. Um, but yeah, Guardians 2, he was just fantastic. And uh, two more things I want to touch on. Two things that are awesome. One is the CGI on young Kurt Russell looks phenomenal. Oh it looks God. really, really good. Probably some of the best de-aging we've seen. I don't understand why they didn't use that technology for Leia in Rogue One, but that's a different story entirely. Um. 
I think it might have been a little bit easier to turn Kurt Russell into young Kurt Russell than it would have been to turn Carrie Fisher into young Carrie Fisher. Yeah, Kurt Russell's still the kind of they the win. same. You know, it wasn't like it was it was like age reduction with cinema magic. It wasn't yeah. putting Carrie Fisher's face on a body double, which is what they did. Yeah. Right. Uh, and the other thing is uh, how awesome Sy- Sylvester Stallone is in that movie. Mm-hmm. For yes. those three seconds I did it. Yes. Uh, no, I, I really I really enjoy Volume Two, Guardians of the Galaxy. Can't wait for Volume Three. Yeah, and I just also, love how they they push the buttons of the uh, um, oh shit, what are the gold people called? Oh, I don't remember. Shit, uh, I, I forget too. And I literally just watched this the other day. No, me too. I watched it last week. <laughs> Look it up. Uh, uh, does it start with a V? The Sovereign. Stop. There was a V in there. <laughs> Yeah, and then um, yeah, they're just like screwing with him right in the beginning. Yep. Oh, yeah, the uh, right in the beginning, the Drax with the their Anulax batteries, and he's like Harbulary batteries. <laughs> <laughs> God, Batista was the perfect casting for that dude. He's so good. Oh, yep. He's so good as Drax. All right. Uh, just to keep it in the in the same uh universe, my number eight is Guardians one. All so right. I had, had my guardians stacked right on top of each other, um, but love it because it's super unknown characters. I'd be lying if I said I knew anything or knew about the existence of these people before the movie. Not the actors, the characters. Um, mm-hmm. If I knew about it before the movie was out and I went to it because it's a Marvel movie and they cast good people. And I said, I don't know what the heck this is going to be about, but I'm going to see it. And Walked out of there loving every minute of it. Dude, it's crazy. Yes. Like the cast, like the cast before like any of the movie came out, like when it was revealed that it was gonna be Chris Pratt, uh, Bradley Cooper, Vin Diesel, Dave Batista, and um, Zoe Saldana. I was like, what the fuck? <laughs> that is phenomenal. That's what is so this awesome. Movie? <laughs> oh man, it's so awesome. Um, Ronan is a very eh villain. He's just kind of like have a three-year-old draw a bad guy and like come up with a bad guy's like reason to be a bad he's kind of what like ronin is he suffers from like he just early marvel movie bad guy syndrome like he's just there to be a bad guy like well i don't know i feel like red skull was like pretty compelling for a villain and he was like number three yeah that's true but I, I hear what you're saying with the Marvel is they don't have the best villains, at least in the standalone movies. And then Black Panther came out. Yep. Um, um, but yeah, Guardians love, is great. Again, yeah. We start getting into the Infinity Stone stuff and the Thanos is a big part of it now. Yeah. And it's you're starting to see the big picture come together with all of it. And it's just it's just dandy. It is dandy. It is dandy, and I'll touch on uh, Guardians of the Galaxy in a minute. As will I. All right. Nick, what's your number eight? My number eight, the one that started it all, Iron Man. Uh-huh. The first one. Um, it made number eight for me just because, mainly for nostalgia reasons. I'm not going to say that Iron Man blows any of these movies out of the water for quality-wise, but looking back on it, it's crazy to see that the this, this whole list started with that movie. 
and the casting of Robert Downey Jr., who plays the perfect Tony Stark. I can't picture anyone else playing Tony Stark other than Robert Downey Jr. Uh, he does a he does a fantastic job. Um, just getting everything like kind of the base level, like you were just talking about with uh, bad guys. Not necessarily a big bad guy for RDJ in this movie, um, but it kind of shows how important his wealth and his knowledge are so that way it could grow throughout the rest of the marvel universe um so basically it's it's it is the foundation for marvel for the mcu and it does a really good job starting everything off and getting everything going because what when did that movie come out 2008 yeah yeah. 2008 so to think back it's been 12 years no yeah 12 years since since that came out that movie stands the test of time exactly so that's why i think it's it's just such an important movie it may not be the best one but it's really important to the mcu so that's why i have it in my top 10 so it didn't make my top 10 it's number 11 for me uh basically for the same reasons that it just fucking it kickstarted everything like and they took a chance with rdj and that chance paid off in spades like he's so good like um, but I, I really enjoy the first Iron Man, but it, like you said, it's not the best movie, so I couldn't put it in my top ten, even though it did start everything off. It's so rewatchable, though. It is. You know, I, I feel like all these movies are pretty rewatchable, except for my bottom three, which I never want to watch again. <laughs> Just out of curiosity, what are you guys' bottom threes? We're gonna do we're, we're gonna we'll do that right oh. before we release our number oh, ones. Okay, gotcha, gotcha, like gotcha. Like our dishonorable mentions. Yeah, gotcha. Um. What is that number? We're on to number seven, right? Yep, you're number seven. My number seven is Spider-Man: Far From Home. Okay. Um, I'm gonna say it. I'm just gonna come out and say it. Tom Holland is the best Spider-Man. I couldn't agree more with I, you. I think he I'm is better than Tobey Maguire. I think his league's better than Andrew Garfield. I actually think Andrew Garfield was okay, but he got a, a bad, bad couple movies. I have but, a confession. Um, I've never seen Amazing Spider-Man or Amazing Spider-Man Two. You don't need to. No, you really, you really it, if you're going to watch one of them, watch The Amazing Spider-Man. It, Amazing Spider-Man is actually pretty decent, and then 2 is just yeah. terrible. Don't watch 2. Um, but I, I think Tom Holland knocks it out of the park. He plays the perfect Peter Parker. Like he, had, yeah. he, he is so quippy when he's Spider-Man, which I think something is something Tobey Maguire didn't really do that well. Because like no. in the comic books, Spider-Man just crack joke, cracks jokes all the time while he's like, fighting crime and Tobey Maguire never really did that. He was more of like a serious Spider-Man and then like a, a little bit older one. I think Tom and Holland is perfect. Even even when Tobey Maguire like would, you know, it just it it landed as like douchey. Yeah, it, did, it, it didn't hit. It and didn't then hit, like, and, and then Andrew Garfield Spider Man was like, you're gonna tell me that that kid's a dweeb? Yeah, get get out of here. He's like he he's riding a skateboard. He might not be like the popular kid in school, but it's like that guy's not nerdy Peter Parker. And it's like Tom Holland is the perfect blend of all of it where he just like, he's just like, he's the perfect blend of like awkward and like, yeah, he's just a kid in the crowd. And yeah, at, he's, at school, he's you know, a he's normal just, kid. And it's so believable because a, he's not 30 playing a high school kid. He's yep. an actual kid. And oh, I couldn't agree more. Um, but no, I, I really enjoyed far from home. Um, I really liked how they tied in a, a throwaway scene from, uh, civil war and made it the the basis on why jake gyllenhaal or why mysterio is the way he is um with with tony showing the technology of the glasses and shit um and then like everyone got fired from it and stuff like that and just it is a throwaway scene became the basis of of i think the best spider-man movie 
uh, uh, real life Spider-Man movie because Into the Spider-Verse is a, a whole other story. But um, really enjoyed it. I really enjoy Zendaya, even though a lot of people don't. I didn't I mind think, her. I think she's good. Yeah. Um, yeah, I, I don't understand why she's not Mary Jane. <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> that was kind of what we choice. Because they couldn't um, get Kirsten Dunst. Imagine. Imagine if Kirsten Dunst was still Mary Jane. A 40-year-old um, woman. Yeah. In high school. Uh, I also really enjoy Ned. Yeah, yes. Ned's fantastic. Um, and I like the Night Monkey in Far From Home. And the fact that, and the reveal at the end that uh, Nick Fury is a squirrel was uh, was pretty interesting. I wonder when that, like, obviously we didn't, we don't have an explanation for like how far back the squirrel was Nick Fury on Earth. I think it's ever since the like, I think it's Ultra, Age of Ultron when he Maybe? gets shot. Maybe. I don't know, but um, I thought that was interesting. I thought for a second you said when we find out at the end that Nick Fury was a squirrel. And I got so confused because I was like, I've only seen Far From Home once and I really enjoyed it. And I remember everything you're talking about. I don't remember him turning into a squirrel. I don't remember a squirrel with an eye patch. What's going on here? Yeah. And I was like, well, maybe it was in one of Mysterio's weird uh, vision trips he put Spider-Man on. And I was like, no, I still don't remember a squirrel. Dude, that vision trip fight is phenomenal. It is so cool. It's wild. When he gets like thrown into the train at the end, that's so good. good. That's what's your number seven. My number seven is Iron Man one. Um, Very very similar reasons for Nick. Um, It got mountains of bonus points for me because it did spearhead this whole thing that I enjoy so much. Um, But it's again, it's twelve years old and it stands up and you can watch it. The the visuals and everything, the the suit, it like him suiting up for that first time in the in the real yellow and gold or a uh, golden red suit, and it just like yeah, obviously it's not real, but it it holds up and it looks so good. And again, not a super compelling villain, but it makes sense, you know. It's like he's douchey Batman. You know, yeah, I mean, yeah. you Batman. So it's it's fun because it's like you get all the fun, good stuff that you like out of Batman. But then you have this sarcastic love to hate guy in the mask that is just a little bit more fun, I think. Mm-hmm. You, mm-hmm. you guys both said that Captain America is your favorite Avenger. Iron Man is actually my favorite Avenger. Uh-huh. Oh, well, you're wrong. So I know. <laughs> I know. Um <laughs> That shot in Iron Man 1 where he blows up the tank and he's just walking away when it blows up. Oh. That shot is so cool. Yep. Like, it's so cool. Like, it, oh, man. It's probably the best shot in that movie. It's so good. The, the suit in Iron Man 1, I think, looks phenomenal. Like, I think it looks the best out of out of all three main yeah, Iron Man movies. Yeah, because as, as they started, well, not only just in the Iron Man movies, but as all just Iron Man's entire story progressed, the... I really liked the briefcase suit in Iron Man 2. I thought that was really cool because it looked like it was all these super tiny, fine, intricate pieces. And it was like you could tell that they thought to like, well, it has to make sense that this thing collapses out of a briefcase. So it was like the the thought process that goes into it. I thought when they switched over to like the nanotech suit in the newer ones, I thought it lost some of the sort of 
intricacy and coolness of the suit because it was just kind of like this weird like body Sleek. suit he was wearing yeah yeah, yeah like he looked, looked, looked kind of like vision with a different yeah. paint job at least it's better than his first suit that he made in the cave the big tank well thing. that's fair that's fair <laughs> alright my number okay. 7 right Got yep. job done. that's true uh, my number seven, you guys have both already listed it, uh, Guardians 2. I love the Guardians franchise. I won't talk too much about it because you guys already did mention or this movie already. So Guardians 2 for me, the soundtrack lives up to the first one. Um, the storyline, like you said, Ethan, they split up Rocket from everybody, but it still it still hits hard. And adding making, making Yondu a lovable character just made that movie so much better like the end when dustin and i already both said it um i'm mary poppins y'all such a good line makes me laugh every time i hear him say it um welcome to the freaking guardians of the galaxy only he didn't didn't. say freaking yep so good baby groot i know he's overplayed a lot but i i really like that scene where he's trying to get yandu's fin out of the out of the cabinet and he just grabs yeah he just grabs he grabs a toe (laughs) and just everything else but, you um, got a box of toes laying around? No. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, but he's, he makes him leave the toe. Oh, no, he leaves the eye. Yeah. Uh, James Gunn actually tweeted the other day, which I thought was funny, that um, they wanted they actually recorded a uh, part of Bradley Cooper cursing as Rocket. Um, and he was, it said uh, it was going to be, quote, we're going to have a serious talk about your language. Fuck this. Fuck that. Everything's fuck, 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 fuck all the time. <laughs> <laughs> they actually and they actually animated it in Rockets, like it's fully done. They just haven't released it, and I want them to release it. That's awesome. That's really funny. Well, yeah, now, Disney, now I now Disney I want Marvel, so I don't think that's gonna happen. No, I don't think it is either. <laughs> but uh, you know the whole release the Snyder cut thing for Justice League. There's now a release the fuck cut for Guardians of the Galaxy. Oh <laughs> yeah. Oh, Guardians of the Galaxy rated R version of Guardians of the Galaxy would be absolutely incredible. Oh, God, that would be awesome. Just just for the shake of ju- of the inappropriate adult humor that could get ramped up with it. That's the only reason I want it. And it maybe be, add, add some blood splatter and some fights. It would that's, be the MCU's equivalent to uh, Deadpool. It basically. would be. Mm-hmm. Very, very similar styles of movie, too. Yep. So I could see it happening. All right, Ethan, you're number six. My number six. Keeping it in the same franchise, Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 1. Uh, so good. I, I think besides Star Wars The Force Awakens, I think... Guardians of the Galaxy was the most times I've ever gone to a theater to see a movie. I saw the movie, I think, three or four times in theaters because I was just so blown away by how good it was. And I was not expecting it to be like it, it is. Or um, uh, Nick and I, we went we went to watch it not expecting what we were going to see. And I remember coming out of that movie and we were just like, holy shit, that was so good. Like, it, the, the humor is on point. Chris Pratt is awesome. I'm in love with Zoe Saldana in that movie. Um fucking rockets hilarious Groot being Groot's death in that movie like made me shed a tear the first time I saw it <laughs> like when he like we are Groot and then he's like protecting everyone and I I I'm in the minority where I actually like Ronan as as the bad guy I think he's actually pretty badass I'm with you on like, that one. Oh, I, I don't just, I don't think I'll he's not here. cool I just I just don't think as far as villains go he's that like great yeah, you know? no, I, I get that. I, like I really he's, like him. He's he's kind of Steppenwolfy, you know? Oh no, Steppenwolf was terrible. Well, not no, he looked better, but. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um, 
but I also really like how much they expanded the lore in this movie, like with the Infinity Stones and the Collector and like Thanos and Gamora and all that stuff. I, I really just enjoy Guardians yeah, of the Galaxy. The I uh, Howard the Duck. Yep. <laughs> Who makes I, a pretty solid appearance in number two. End to end game. Yep. End end game. Yep. Um, but no, Guardians of the Galaxy, like Nick, you said at the soundtrack, I I think volume two is worse than volume one. I think Guardians of the Galaxy, the, the first soundtrack, like I could just put that on as I'm driving to work and just be like, oh, this is like, uh, I want to listen to this. It's I, so goddamn good. I have done that before. I mean, I feel like we all have because it's just 80, like 80 songs. But <laughs> I really hope the James Gunn Suicide Squad thing actually like works out. happens how I hope it will. Yeah, it's, I have big hopes for that, it, even if it is just Guardians of the Galaxy with dc property that's that's, that's I'm okay all i want yeah. <laughs> i'm okay with it and if it stinks i'm gonna be mad at it because it uh held up guardians 3 yes well that's not the only thing that held up guardians 3 well the fact that he got fired <laughs> but yeah yeah uh, we don't, yeah. Talk, we don't talk glad, about that i'm glad that that all got worked out me too dude so i'm i would not have been okay with a james gunless neither was dave batista or uh chris pratt or but yeah, so Guardians of the Galaxy, it's my number six. Right on. Uh, yeah, the the same reason that I have Guardians one just higher than Guardians two on my list is for the reasons you just said. Because mm. I like it just that little bit less. But um, my number six is Captain America: The First Avenger. So. I had already stated that Captain America is my favorite Avenger. He, the first movie did not make my top ten. Yeah, and and I get it, but I'm, I'm going to explain why yeah. it's in my top ten. Yeah, give it so, to me. We're introduced to... Captain America was not my favorite by any means until MCU stuff started popping out. I saw Captain America, and... Chris Evans, I think, picture-perfect casting there. He, You believe wholeheartedly that that guy is a superhero. Um, and I think just, like, the effort they put in and how good, and again, it holds up, even though it's, I think that one was 2010, so that movie's 10 years old now, too. The They would shoot the skinny guy, the body double, and then they would shoot Chris Evans, and then they would digitally just shoot his face doing the doing the scene. So it was like a three-part effort just to get skinny Chris Evans in those scenes. And he's like that for the entire first half of the movie. Yeah, It's legitimately like, like 50% of the movie, he's like that. And, and it looks good. It looks great. And I think he's he's just such a great character because there is no moral and he is kind of boy scouty and everything but you know that's what you look for in a superhero you know yeah and you get a little bit away from that as he starts getting a little bit more badass and stuff in civil war and all that when sort of government comes a knock and he's old school says like no freedom yada 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 and all that stuff and i just i i appreciate captain america i think red skull is a good villain because it, it is pretty cut and dry there on 
who's fighting who and for what reasons and everything. I just wish, I just wish Hugo Weaving came back for uh, Dude, Infinity War. Dude, Ross Marquand did a fantastic job. I know, but it's not Hugo Weaving. But you can't. T- I didn't tell. I couldn't tell it was wasn't Hugo Weaving until I saw oh, the credits. I, I that's right that's what I said too. I, I was right away. Infinity because War. I was like. Holy shit! They got him to come back just for this, and then I, through the credits it said Ross Marquand, and I said, "Get the fuck out of here!" That Ross random Marquand guy does, from Walking Dead. He does phenomenal uh, impressions. Like if you haven't seen his impressions on YouTube, no, watch he, them. They're so he good. He really does. Um, um, also, well, yeah, random guy from Walking Dead. That's Aaron. Show some respect. Hey, hey, hey! When <laughs> when I knew of him, when Infinity War came out, he was still kind of random guy on Walking mm. Dead. Mm-hmm. Sure. Listen, I stopped watching. <laughs> Dude, it get back up uh, it gets a while good. ago. It gets good. I got Nick to re- to watch uh, season nine. Yeah, and I'm season pretty nine much caught so up. Good. Just got season ten. All right. Uh, my number six. I know you guys definitely have this higher because you haven't said it yet. Uh, Captain America: Winter Soldier. Yep. Yeah. All right. You might hate me for this. I just saw it for the first time two days ago. Missing out. I know. Oh man. I don't know what what was wrong with me. I don't know what happened in my life when it came out or why I didn't pay attention to it, but it was a fantastic movie. It's more than fantastic, dude. That that is Oh, uh I want to touch on one thing. Speaking of the word fantastic, Dustin, we were talking about you're talking about Chris Evans being the perfect casting. Uh there's one thing I'm mad about Chris Evans leaving the MCU is that he didn't get to interact with the human torch. Because that would have been hilarious. That would have been really funny. It, that would have been really funny. And you know what? It, since you mentioned it, I'm going to touch on it and everything. Yeah, the Fantastic Four movie, the the I'm going to say the good bad Fantastic Four movie, which would be well, actually the, the good the, bad the Fantastic the good bad Fantastic Four movie. I think is Silver Surfer. I think Silver yeah. Surfer is better than the original one. Um, and then the one with Michael B. Jordan. Good lord, even <laughs> yeah. he saved that movie. Um. And, but I think that Chris Evans was fine. I think that the castings were fine. It was just bad movies. Yeah, but bad scripts. Yeah. yeah. Sorry, Nick. Uh, continue. Yeah. Wow. Okay. Way to way to put a downer on my number six. Um. So yeah. So Winter Soldier. I think this is Black Widow's best movie. I think the introduction of Bucky Barnes as the Winter Soldier is just so good. Um. It makes for an interesting storyline coming off of, I think this was coming off of the first Avengers, right? For Cap? Yeah, this, 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 this was his first phase two movie. Yeah, so I think it's it's just a really good movie that starts, that builds onto the story and then adds more. Obviously, you don't get the re- resolution of the Winter Soldier from that movie. It comes in the next Captain movie, but it's it's just a really good movie and i really enjoyed it and i won't talk more about it because i know you guys want to so i'll i'll shut my mouth now on the winter Much soldier appreciated. yep winter soldier is actually number 23 for me <laughs> it is the just, worst marvel just below the incredible Hulk. <laughs> <laughs> uh my number five we are on now is mm-hmm. wrapping up the best trilogy in the mcu uh captain america civil war Captain America Civil War is so goddamn good. And Nick, like you said, it wraps up the the Winter Soldier um, storyline with Bucky Barnes like being brainwashed and then Cap finding him and trying to help him and stuff. And then just that, that two-on-one fight at the end with Bucky Barnes, with the Winter Soldier, Captain America fighting Iron Man is just so, so good and so powerful. But I think 
I honestly think one of probably the top three scenes in the entire MCU, the airport scene. The airport scene is fantastic. It introduces Spider-Man, sort of. I mean, he's introduced like 20 minutes earlier, but introduces Spider-Man to all the other characters. Uh, Kind of introduces Ant-Man to all the other characters. Um, And then you just get all these characters who are still friends, like even uh, Clint and Natasha when they're fighting. It's like, we're still friends, right? It's like, depends on how hard you hit me. Like, it's just, oh, man. And then Wanda's like, oh, you were pulling your punches. Yeah. Um, Dude, that top-notch Marvel. Captain America Civil War is top-notch Marvel. You're pulling your punches. (laughs) You're pulling your Yeah. I love Elizabeth Olsen, but she's not the greatest. In those Her Russian movies. accent kind of sucks. Because <laughs> it, it just vanished after this movie? Yep. <laughs> that and she hung out with Vision, and I hate Vision. <gasps> I'm not a big fan of Vision either. I, I don't just, like um, him. He's a simp. He's a simp. Yes. <laughs> yes, but <laughs> I don't hate him. Well, in that well, same regard, I would, I would say that Bruce Banner is as well. Bruce Banner is a simp. <laughs> um, Paul Bettany plays Vision, right? Yeah, correct. Paul Bettany is the best part of Solo, a Star Wars story. Um, correct. <laughs> uh, but Civil War, dude, like I can watch that movie over and over and over again. Like the the tension that builds between Cap and Iron Man, like to them fighting, and then it it leads it leads to Infinity War and Endgame. Like that, that's the, I'm pretty sure that's the last time those characters interact until Endgame. Yeah, Cap Cap doesn't see uh, Tony until after um, the shit goes down after the snap. Mm-hmm. Like, and then that's it's just so powerful. Right, because right, because Tony goes away on the flying donut, and Bruce takes Cap's flip phone and calls him. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, but that's so that, was, that was your number five, Ethan. Yes. What a quinky dink! My number five, Captain America: Civil War. Dude, it's so good. Oh, it it's I I like to refer to it lovingly as Avengers number three. Um, it, it, it is. It's a pseudo Avengers movie. It is. Mm-hmm. And like, I, I think it's kind of unfair to me as a Captain America fan that that was my third Captain America movie as a trilogy. Not that it was a bad movie, but I would have liked another an actual Captain America movie, Captain America movie. Right. Because this is like pretty clear cut not a Captain America movie. Um, but again, the, I think, I think Zemo is a, is a, a great villain um, because he's just a dude, you know, yeah, just a random he, guy. He's just a dude. And he's like, he's a big part of the story, obviously, but he, he's not at all. Like you, you like the tension right. between he's Cap just and Iron Man. Yeah. It's is, like, is, like, oh man. God. Cause he like, and he, he straight up says that too. He's like, I'm just a dude. I knew the yeah. only way I could mess with you guys is to tear you guys apart. So from the inside, that's what he did. Um, Black Panther's great in this movie. Oh, just all of this movie is wonderful. I was watching Civil War literally yesterday, and I texted Nick. I was like, "T'Challa's so cool. Like he's just so cool. I love him in that movie. Like he's just not. He's not important, but he is. Like at the same. Like everyone. Everyone who's in the movie is just like kind of like." super important but they're also like not like clint's not that important but he comes out of retirement to, to, to help cap uh vision and wanda aren't that important but that kind of like kickstarts their romantic relationship thing that Falcon's they have super important who falcon falcon is super important i yep. I, I love the the dynamic of all of them together 
like Bucky just kind of shows up and with like nothing else really besides Cat being like, hey, that's my bud. The scene, the Anthony scene where they're just kind of like, okay. The and, scene where they're in the car, and yes, uh, and and, and uh, Bucky's like, can you move your seat up? And uh, he's and Falcon's like, no. And Bucky's just like, I hate you. <laughs> or yeah. or I think it was Falcon that said, I hate you. I can't remember. It just slides one. over. Yeah. But then yeah. when when uh, Captain America kisses Agent Thirteen, and they're like smiling and nodding their heads. <laughs> they just smile and nod. So good. Oh man, it's fantastic. But yeah, and then uh, Falcon and uh, Winter Soldier fighting Spider-Man in the in the airport. Mm-hmm. Lots of good lines out of that one. Yeah, and for Falcons, like we usually don't. I don't know if you've ever been in a fight before, but we usually don't do this much talking. Yeah, uh, Civil War is just. <laughs> <They're>, <laughs> he's he's swinging on the outside before he comes in, and they're just running. He's like, "What the hell is that?" And he's like, "Everybody's got a gimmick." <laughs> yeah. All right, my oh, number five. So- you might you might yell at me for this one. Um, my number five is Thor Ragnarok. Wow, I think that's too low. I, I know. Was so we're in we're in the top ten right now. I don't care if it's too we're low. In the or top not. Five. <laughs> right now we're in the top five. I mean, it's a fantastic movie, and like you said in the beginning, Ethan, it's pretty interchangeable. But I really enjoy Ragnarok. I think it shows it. It finally, like, first of all, Taika Waititi, fantastic director. I, I was going to say this until I got to to my part about Ragnarok. Uh, there are two directors that I would give anything to in the MCU, and that's James Gunn and Taika Waititi. Yes. Taika Waititi, give him everything, man. He is just phenomenal. Like, he is probably one of the what best was... actor, or directors in just in movies in general these days. Yeah, yeah. great. Jojo Rabbit, fantastic yeah. movie. Um, but what Taika Waititi was able to do was show Thor's funny side even more than it already was. And I think the comedy of Thor just makes him that much cooler of a character. The, um, the thing is, Thor wasn't that funny in, like, Thor 1 and Thor 2. He had yeah, any. He any had of the moments. funny bits came, yeah. Any of the funny bits, like especially in in Thor one, which which I like, I like Thor one enough, but I have it pretty high on on my or low on my list rather. Um, but like his humor from those, there would be occasional like jokes, but the humor was like you're laughing at him because yeah, because he, like, he doesn't know what's going on. He, he, he was like Tarzan, you know. He's he's in a new world. It's like taking Tarzan and putting him in the city. Right. It's like, where, oh, look the, at him. His, he doesn't where, know what's going on. Yeah. Or when the the scientist was out with him drinking and they were drinking boilermakers and he ended uh had he carried him home and stuff like that and he was fine. Yeah. Like little things like that. But what Ragnarok was able to do was show the comedy, the comedic comedic side of Thor, which just made me love him that much more. And I know you guys talked about this, but Jeff Goldblum was fucking unbelievable. I loved Jeff Goldblum in this movie. That is the most Jeff Goldblum role I've ever seen Jeff Goldblum do. Except, <laughs> I think he's just being himself. Yeah. No, they they just gave him a robe. Yeah. And they and they said and they said action. And yeah. that, that was they, gave, it. they didn't even paint his nails. He already did that himself. Yeah. Yeah. And his makeup and everything that was already done when he showed up. Now, nah, uh, Jeff Goldblum and the introduction of Valkyrie, also awesome. Valkyrie's good. Um, and it also and Ragnarok was able to do something with Hulk, which hadn't been done before in that show Banner fighting with the Hulk on the inside. Yeah. So, yeah, I'll definitely touch on Ragnarok when we get to it, because I just I love that movie. But, same. So. Alrighty, go for number, number four. four. Might be a little uh I mean, I, I'm gonna say it again, man. Like 
these, especially these top five, it depends on which ones I watch recently because they could all interchange. Except for my top two, I think like three through five could just easily flip flop back and forth. Mm-hmm. Um, number four for me is Avengers: Infinity War. Uh, never seen something like that before in theaters. Like the 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 last two Avengers movies are can, are something that are can never be recreated. Like the the hype, the atmosphere going into those movies that that can never be touched on again because it like it's just something that they worked so hard for, for over ten years and going to see Infinity War in theaters. I already kind of knew the story because I had read like the synopsis of the comic books and stuff like that a long time ago and I knew how it was gonna end because the first comic book ends with the snap too. Um, but leaving the theater and just everyone just stunned at like all of their favorite characters just died. Like that that was so powerful and fucking like characters you weren't expecting to die like black panther getting snapped it's like oh they just got him right and like he just came off one of the biggest movies in history and they snapped him and no one knew if he was gonna come back obviously people knew he was gonna come back no infinity war came out before black panther didn't it no it came out after it was like came out right after black panther yeah right after the next next marvel movie yeah black panther came out in february infinity war came out in may gotcha um but yeah he had just come off a big movie and then he's gone like Spider-Man had just come off a big movie and then he's gone. The Guardians of the Galaxy are some of the most popular characters that Marvel has. They're dead. Like they what killed off the everyone fuck? but Rocket. They left yeah. Rocket and Nebula. Yeah. Um, and just seeing the look on Tony's face as he's holding and goddamn dude, Tom Holland deserved an award for his death scene. <laughs> it was so good, dude. I like I legit cried because I was like that was perfect. Um, but. Infinity War is something you'll like, like I said, will never be seen again. Um, just that that yeah, it is. You can watch it. It's on Netflix. That's true. Uh, Thanos is incredible. Josh Brolin does a f- fantastic job uh, as portraying Thanos, and like he's probably he's probably one of the best villains in movie history. Now, mm-hmm. like it, it's just it, you can't really say much about Thanos because he's just he's it's Thanos. Like he's so, I don't know. I, I'm at a loss for words because Infinity War is just so good. But that's my uh, that's my number four. So uh, just to keep the train rolling, number four, Avengers: Infinity War <laughs> as well. Um, and I'm just going to expand on some of the stuff because I think you hit a lot of nails right on the head. Um, Thanos as a villain, he's it's so good because he like he justifies every move that he makes with like. He's doing it for the greater good. He's doing it for the universe. He's like, he believes that he's a good guy and he's doing the right thing. And he makes you believe it. Right. Where so many of these villains, like, they're just like, I want to take over the world so I can be in charge. This guy's like, no, I want to kill half of everybody so that every, everyone still left has more and can live better lives. And then I'm going to go retire to the countryside mm-hmm. and it's like, well, shit, he's kind of got a point. And then you're like, no, he's the bad guy. <laughs> <laughs> but I think he's great. I think Josh Brolin did a great job with it. I think the animators and everyone who worked on that movie did a great job to make it visually stunning. Um, a lot of good humor in this movie, a lot of good team ups and stuff for people that we hadn't seen before and probably never thought we would see together in that capacity. Um, it's just it's real solid stuff. Yeah, and being yeah. a, being a Captain America fella, whoa, bearded cap. Talk about <laughs> oh, man crush. Oh, man. My <laughs> least favorite scene of Endgame was when he shaved his beard. 
<laughs> yeah. And um <laughs> sorry, sorry, my brain's in a in a in a knot right now. Um battle scene on Wakanda. Oh, man. I was going to talk about that when I had the Infinity War on my list, but when, when Thor when Thor drops down with Rocket oh, and Groot, oh my oh, god, and Stormbreaker, yeah. dude, that's yeah. that axe is so cool, <laughs> so good. Um, just all all of it. And then uh, I see you've copied my beard, new haircut. Yep. Oh, by the way, this is my friend Tree. <laughs> I am Groot. I am Steve Rogers. I am Steve uh, Rogers. <laughs> one of one of the greatest lines. In the entire MCU. Also, uh, when how he refers to Rocket as Rabbit, yeah, almost exclusively. Uh, also, I love when Peter introduces himself to Doctor Strange. I'm Doctor Strange. Oh, we're using our made-up names. Uh, I'm Spider-Man. <laughs> <laughs> it's so like every, every interaction in that movie is just perfect. Mm-hmm. It's Thor, just so Thor and the Guardians of the Galaxy is just so good. The uh, the the fight on Titan when. It's Cap, or not Cap, uh, Iron Man, uh, Doctor Strange, and the, the Guardians, and Spider-Man against uh, Thanos. That fight is awesome. Mm-hmm. And Thanos using the three or four Infinity Stones that he has. Um, and then Strange giving him the, the Infinity Stone. It's like, it's just perfect. Like, there's no other way to describe that movie. It's just, it's so good. Mm-hmm. And I I understand the grief that my boy chris pratt received for punching thanos in the face when they almost had it um but again it would uh, spoiler alert then that was the one in 14 million whatever possibilities that all needed to transpire for yep. the outcome to happen that we got um so that kind of made the the retcon of endgame was like <laughs> fuckers. <laughs> yeah. So, so in a sense, to happen. So, so in a sense, Chris Pratt saved the MCU. Exactly. Um, and I just, I just think all the interactions of all of these characters in the movie are great. I think mm-hmm. it was, it was done very well. The again, like the Infinity War and Endgame, nothing will ever be like that that I can foresee in a in a theater. It was over a decade worth of movie after movie after movie of like building these characters and making us care about them and then chucking them all together. And it's real easy for that to get super messy. And they gave every, everyone had their time to shine and it was, it was done very well. They, again, like they had already said that there's going to be a sequel to it. So I walked out of there being very upset that all of these people died, even though I went in knowing that if somebody died, they're probably coming back next year. <laughs> so, right. um, also like to touch on something real quick, the opening scene of that movie is just like heartbreaking because it picks up right after Ragnarok, right after Ragnarok, and then yeah. Heimdall dies and Loki dies and like Thor's is left broken because yep. all the people that he just saved, literally like in universe like 20 minutes before, <laughs> are just yeah. dead. Like mm-hmm. that's that's I have, I have an end game question though that maybe you guys can answer. So Thanos just absolutely obliterates the cruiser that was carrying all the Asgardians that were left away from Asgard. And but then they have new Asgard in Endgame where they go to find Fat Thor. When when Thanos first showed up, they started getting pods of people. Oh. Out. Okay. And uh Valkyrie and Korg were on that on those pods. Mm-hmm. Gotcha. 
question answered. Thank you. All right. My number four is uh, Captain America Civil War. I know we touched on it a lot with you guys both having it at your number five. So let me just ask you this question. Put yourself in Captain America and Tony Stark's shoes. Would you sign the uh, – Ooh. what was it called? Nope. The, 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 Accords. Yeah. Would, you wouldn't have signed it? I would have been on Team Cat. Uh, whoa! I would have been on Team uh, Team Stark. I, I would have also it. been on Team Tony, even though I love Cap. Like, mm-hmm. no, I think and I, I understand your because your guys' thought process is is who who polices the world police is is your mindset, right? Basically, yeah. Well, like well, there there needs to be some kind of structure with it. And my thought with with Cap, and I'll I'll touch on it when I get to um to Winter Soldier, but the what if they what if there's some place we need to caps line of what if there's some place we need to go and they well, won't let us or what well, if what, there's some the place they'll did. send us that we don't want to go the movie did such a good job mindset. showing the positives of both sides and mm-hmm. i think i think that's why it's such a good movie and it's so compelling because you're on tony stark's side and you're on captain america's side like you don't know which one's right and that's right. why i think that movie is just so right. good you're, because you, you're basically Black Widow in that movie because she she agrees with both. Right. Like she's on both teams basically. But then there's also the superheroes that don't know why they're fighting. Like Ant Man doesn't know like necessarily what the accords for, and like Black Panther's just on Tony Stark's side because he wants to kill Bucky, that kind of thing. So like that's what the movie mm-hmm. does such a good job. It pairs Captain America against Tony Stark, but it also pairs this group against the other group. So that's why I think that's it's just such a good movie and it's so compelling. And the beginning. Where the the Avengers minus Tony Stark minus uh, Thor minus Hulk they go into Africa and do that and have that big explosion shit that that uh, kills that guy from Hydra, but it's it's just such a good movie. So that's why it's my number four. Cool. Um, mm. I also really so, liked that they're like in so in, uh, in when they're doing the when they're when the guy when uh, what's his name Ross is presenting the. Accord, and he's like, "Do you know where Thor is? Do you know where Banner is?" And she's like, "Oh shit, where are they?" And then he's like, right. "Well, that's like, how would you feel if, if I, I misplaced some nukes? couple of nudes here?" Yeah, like that. Yeah, that's so good. Um, my number three is uh, I I, I want to like I keep wanting to put it at number two or number one, but I just can't because number two and number one are just so good. Uh, my number three is Captain America and the Winter Soldier. Okay, just to save face, that's also my number three. <laughs> Dustin, I think the rest of our lists are all the, are the same. I agree, because uh, you, you copied my list. <laughs> yeah, no, I, I didn't copy it, because number <laughs> one through three have been uh, my favorite three Marvel movies for, like, the past, like, since Endgame came out. Like, since I watched them and, like, thought about them, one yeah. through three haven't changed. And I think Civil War, or not Civil War, uh, Winter Soldier is the best standalone Marvel. <laughs> Wow, you can't say that when you got your number two. Sitting I know. Um, it's so like it's so hard because I love all three of these movies, but um, yeah, Winter Winter Soldier I will say was not one of my favorite movies because I saw it well, like when it came out and I was I was younger, so I was more like ooh colors, funny, <laughs> explosions, fighting. That's what I like in a Marvel movie, and I like Winter Soldier so much. Because it's not a superhero movie. No, it's, it's not. like a political. It's mm-hmm. like a political thriller, like a spy movie. Yep. It's like, well, this government organization was, was and has been infiltrated by this Nazi terrorist organization on steroids, and 
there's only three people left to try to like stop it. And yeah, they, one of them just so happens to be Superman, but he can't fly. Or, and it's like, it's, and yeah, the villain, well, I mean, the villain is, is Hydra, but the villain is his best friend. And like, he's, he's trying to save the day and also get his friend back. And yeah. it's just like, it's done so well. The, the spoiler alert fake out of Nick Fury's death. Nick Fury's the, scene in the car chase, so awesome with that car. That that fantastic. Car, so yeah. cool. It's it's just it's done so well, and I watched it recently, and I think that's what bumped it up on my list so much because watching it now through an older, more analytical and understanding eye, I was able to appreciate the structure of the movie and actually like how good of a movie it is not just how good of a superhero movie it is um also another top five marvel scene is the elevator scene oh yes <clears throat> phenomenal <laughs> before we get started does even, anyone want to get out even even just the reveal of hydra inside shield like the the revelation that's like oh shit like all this time we've been basically feeding hydra bamboozled feeding hydra. yeah yeah pc yeah. toby jones dropping the big bomb what? It's also cool to watch the old movies back again and like notice that like <clears throat> oh shit that guy's in Thor that guy's in yeah. that, that, that yeah, yeah. it's it's kind of cool to see that. Yep. Ethan I said PC Toby Jones cuz his uh consciousness was uploaded into that computer. Oh yeah yeah. yeah. <laughs> so I refer to him as PC Toby Jones. <laughs> um but uh and then the payoff we get of the elevator scene in Endgame. I won't say it yet but yeah. Right. Also Banking off of Winter Soldier because I already talked about it, but Sebastian Stan's sick in that movie. Like he's so good. They plays, yep. uh, Bucky plays, is one of my favorite, like top five favorite characters in the yeah. whole MCU. I so, love Bucky. Yeah. As Bucky, he's chill, but like as Winter Soldier, he just plays such a good brooding bad guy that doesn't like no, like he doesn't use words. He just uses force, and it's it's he's a really cool character. Just or Russian force. words that we don't know. Yeah. Right. All right. My number three is Guardians of the Galaxy. I am in love with this movie like you said ethan it's it is the movie that i've seen the most in theaters i went five times i think i saw it with three different groups of people um the soundtrack alone kills it but kind of like what you're saying ethan where we went in not knowing what to expect and came out with the revelation that oh my god this is amazing Um, this is what a marvel movie could be right this is what any movie could be you know it it tiptoes on so many genres so so many and I, I can't tell – I still can't tell if it's comedy or if it's action because there's so much funny, like, lines, one-liners here and there between Quill and between Drax and and then obviously Rocket. It's just the cast is amazing. The storyline is amazing. And, it, like, introducing four main characters to the Marvel Universe in a movie like that, they just did such a good job with it. And I still watch it and I still laugh at the same parts, like the jailbreak scene where um, the metaphor where Drax doesn't understand metaphors. Nothing mm-hmm. can go over my head. I'm too quick. Like, it's just so funny. And um, where uh, this is my knife. I'm keeping it now. <laughs> and the guy's like, that was my favorite knife. Like, just little, <laughs> things, like just little things like that just make the movie so good. And um, what's his name? Danny, Mc... not Danny McBride. Um, I was like, Danny McBride's in that movie? <laughs> oh, fuck. What's his name? Oh, Jane... John C. Riley. Mm. Like just throwing him in there and Glenn Close, like um, just having them like some major act- yeah. actors and actresses in there. Pretty good. I, they're, I, I, they're dead now. 
in, the, in yeah, that yeah. universe. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, we didn't get to see them die, but nope. I will uh, say that I own like four DVDs. Guardians one and two are two of them. Like I, I love the franchise of Guardians of the Galaxy. I cannot wait for Guardians three, knowing that Thor is going to be in it. Just with the the interactions between the Guardians and Thor in Infinity War and in Endgame, especially at the end of Endgame. Like we'll talk about that, I'm sure. But where Quill and Thor are having the power struggle on whose ship it is, that's, I, I I can't wait for it. That's why I'm also really looking forward to Thor, uh, Love and Love Thunder, because Guardians are going to be in it. Thor, Love and Thunder is my most anticipated Marvel movie right yes. now. Um, which brings me to my number two, Thor Ragnarok. Also me. Dude, dude, Thor Ragnarok um, made me care about Thor. Like I, I did not care about Thor in Thor 1, Thor The Dark World, or even the first two Avengers movies. I didn't really care about Thor that much. But To be fair, nobody cared about Thor in Dark yeah. World. He was just such a like a downplayed character, and he's one of the strongest Avengers, and they just didn't do anything with him until after uh, Ragnarok. But then you, you get the banter between uh, Bruce and Thor that you didn't really get. I mean, you got it a couple times in Avengers when like uh, Hulk punches Thor and stuff like that. Yeah. But like you, like actual Bruce Banner and um, and Thor, like their their banter between each other is phenomenal. Valkyrie is a fine addition in more ways than one to. <laughs> the mcu um she's such a badass and like she's just like every character in that movie no matter like if they're just a random side character or not they're just so good like korg and i forget the other little guy's name meek um meek Meek Um, oh meek's dead i stepped on him oh he's alive what (laughs) was your question he was just asleep um korg is so good and uh voiced by the one and only taika watiti um but I I adore that movie. Hela's an okay villain. Like she's not the greatest. How dare you besmirch yeah. Kate Blanchett? I don't know. No, I but. thought I thought she did a fine job with it and everything. Again, like she is obviously just a one-off that we know of. Yeah. Uh, for that movie, uh, but I I think it's good because she just kind of comes out of the blue and it's like right out of the gate they're like, oh fuck she's 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 horrible she broke my she broke my hammer she kicked the shit out of us she could she killed the warriors three she's enslaving asgard mm-hmm. it's like she's legitimately bad and daddy kins ain't there to help no more so yeah. it's like the part where thor gets like the lightning into his body that that part well, is just like such a good it's part. awesome because like so the good, inter- such a good scene uh, the entirety of Thor's presence in the the first four movies he's yeah four movies he's in is the is is his hammer like it's Mjolnir, but then in this movie he loses Mjolnir and then like it like it's like the whole cliche the power was in you all along but like it it does it's done right. so well like mm-hmm. that that his scene when his eyes light up or his eye lights up when he's fighting Hell at the end and like he just has this huge fucking burst of lightning is just so good and he jumps onto um the bridge with fucking um. ACDC? No, uh... No, no, uh... Shit, what the fuck is that uh, called? The Immigrant Song by Led Zeppelin. Yes, Jesus fucking Christ. The use of that song throughout this movie, it just, like, it hits so well. It, like, the the slow-mo when he's jumping onto the bridge and all the skeleton warriors are like climbing up each other yep. it looks like a fucking like biblical painting it's like it's just so beautiful 
and with the music and everything, it's so badass. Um, Hulk, Hulk fighting Fenrir, um, dope. Throws him off of Asgard. Super badass. Yep, super um, badass. Uh, Valkyrie uh, with the fucking machine gun on the ship. Mm-hmm. Um, her uh, Valkyrie uh, when she puts on her actual Valkyrie uniform. Yeah, the uniform yeah. of the Valkyries. Um, Scourge has a little bit of redemption here. You think he's gonna Billy Zane it from Titanic, but then he decides to uh, do something and he takes yeah. his Carl takes Urban's his, the man. Carl Urban is the man. I, I'm big Carl <laughs> Urban guy. Have you guys watched the boys? Yes. Yes. Okay, good. Boys is fantastic. Behold. My stuff. Yeah. <laughs> <It's so good. laughs> but he's got a little bit of redemption in there. It, the, the the humor is done so well. When I the first time I saw this movie in theaters, get help. I was in tears. Dude, right? When they yeah. did get help, <laughs> I I and then, fucking died. I lost it. And then it um, was it was so unexpected and so funny. <laughs> And then oh. uh, when Hella comes down, he's like, I'm not doing get help. <laughs> yeah. So, oh, it's just the, the the humor from Taika Waititi, but to have like a coherent action superhero movie with so much humor and so much, I'm going to say gravitas and call me a douche, but I did. <laughs> um, <laughs> well, we invited the, a snob onto the show. Yeah, yeah. It's gravitas. But... See, I knew I shouldn't have said it, but <laughs> it's. I probably it's wouldn't just, have said anything unless you, and if you didn't say anything. Yep. It's a good movie. I'm it's done. Great. Dude, it's good. Um, it's also I think the best Loki is besides Loki is being uh the villain in the first Avengers. I think this is the best Loki. Loki mm-hmm. is a lot of fun in that movie. Um, and at the end when Lo- it's up to Loki to throw the 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 helmet in the fire and then he like walks by the tesseract and you think he doesn't take it until it's revealed, it, until it's revealed in infinity war that he has it mm-hmm. and that's the reason why thanos is there because they found the tesseract like it's great it's great and then that that um i also really like that i saw i was the only person uh in my theater when i saw dr strange in theaters because i saw it like three weeks after it come out and i saw it like at noon I saw that oh. on Netflix. I did not um, see Stranger Theaters. And I, I really enjoyed it, but um, the post credit scene where he's talking to Thor, and then they just recreate that scene in Ragnarok. Yes. It's awesome. Mm-hmm. That's so cool. Mm-hmm. Alright, my number two is Avengers Infinity War. Okay. I had it as a 1B, because to me, Infinity War basically is just part one of the finale, and right. What I can what I like relate this to, and obviously I didn't get to experience this, but I relate seeing Infinity War in theaters to what it must have been like seeing uh, Empire Strikes Back. Too? No, not no. Twilight. Empire Strikes Back <laughs> in theaters. Just the oh my god, like the movie's over and we didn't get a good guy winning kind of thing. Like right, the the weight of it. Yeah. Um. Just just the theater experience for Infinity War doesn't necessarily push it up the top of the list but i think the way i felt leaving that theater i i haven't felt that way since like the the shock and awe of everything because i didn't read the comic books i didn't know there was going to be a sequel i didn't like know too much about thanos also leaving the theater probably probably a day or two after i was team thanos i loved thanos i have a little thanos character on my desk a lot of people were team thanos yeah i i 
I yeah, thought genocidal maniacs. Yep. <laughs> I thought he was a super compelling victim where I'm not victim, uh, a villain <laughs> where yeah, really on team Thanos. <laughs> hashtag <laughs> Thanos didn't do anything wrong. <laughs> hashtag, hashtag team Thanos. Um, no. Uh, so if you're going to end up on a watch list or something, I, I might, I think I already got like red dots on my back while I'm recording this now. <laughs> um, no, he was a super compelling uh, villain where you kind of felt for him. You understood what he was doing. And obviously when he threw Gamora off the the cliff, I, um, fuck, what was the planet called? Vormir. Um, uh, uh, Vormir, yeah. Where he threw her off and where she was just laying there. I was so upset because Gamora is a guardian and I love the guardians. And I was like, how are they going to go further? And. It was just such a good movie, and I, I've watched it a couple times since it's been on Netflix, and just sitting down and watching it is just such a good experience for me. Uh, like like you were saying with Thor and coming on Wakanda, and that battle scene where he has uh, the um, the axe and he's coming with Groot and with Rocket, and it's just such a good movie, man. It's that's it's the long, first uh, Peter Dinklage, right? Huh? Peter Dinklage is in. That's the first time yes. he's in those movies, right? He's not yeah, in. Course, yeah. Yeah. That. It's awesome. <laughs> when Thor the, makes, uh, the giant yeah. dwarf. Yep, yep. Um, and and uh, its uh, handle is made from Groot. That's just so cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, when he's like torturing Nebula and trying to coax uh, Gamora to revealing where the, sto- the Soul Stone is, when she says it's on Vormir the first time, Am I alone in thinking that she said Boromir? No, I thought no. I thought it. Okay, because I was like, did she just say Boromir? And I was like, what? <laughs> We're going to Middle Earth. Did they did they ever um like say no, Sean whether, whether the it. collector is still alive or not? I'm pretty sure he's dead. Because <clears throat> I would appear- imagine an appearance that- from Benicio del Toro in in the future would be sick. I'm I'm like 99 percent sure he's dead. It. Uh, Although yeah, I mean, you didn't see him die on screen, so you never know. But it's true. Well, well he was in the the the, the vision, yeah, the vision, that, uh, yeah. He was and just then there, broken and battered. Speaking of vision, Vision's death is actually like pretty sad. And I don't, I'm not a big Vision fan, but his lie, death in in Infinity War is, is pretty sad. I didn't really feel much for him. It's just that like lifeless lie. body just laying there with his with the with that, and that Thanos system. that Thanos uses the time stone to bring him back to life and kill him again. <laughs> crazy, yep. crazy stuff. What a what a low blow to to Wanda, huh? And then, and then Wanda. she gets snapped. <laughs> yep. I don't uh, know. It, it, Infinity War is just such a good movie. And then, like, yeah, <clears throat> it's a spectacle. Sure is. And then the end when like Thor's uh, like looks like he just killed Thanos, and Thanos is like you should have aimed for the head, like. Yep. And then that, that's how it ends. Like that's just so uh, it's crazy. Um, but before we get into our number one, which I will be- never. Go ahead, Dustin. Well, before before you move on, I will never. I'm sure you guys have seen it. The video edit of uh, throws Stormbreaker through the beam of whatever he's shooting at Thor, uh, and it hits Thanos in the chest, and he goes in and he's pushing it into his chest, and it's Thanos screaming, but somebody changed it to like a high pitched squeaky scream. I don't think I've seen that. I'm gonna I'm gonna send it to you after this because <laughs> it it will never not be funny. Right. And I I watched Infinity War like last week, 
and that scene came up and I had seen that video so many times that I forgot that he normal screamed. <laughs> like I, I was I was expecting a high pitched scream from it. <laughs> but yes, moving on. Before we get to our inevitable get it, number one. Um what are your guys' no, dude, that was good. Uh <laughs> I don't get it. Inevitable, Thanos? I'm kidding. Okay, okay, all right. Uh, what are your guys' bottom three? Starting with number 21, going to number 23, what are your bottom three MCU movies? Let's keep the same trend, Ethan. Start her up. I'll start it off. Number 21 for me, I'm not gonna, we're not going to go into detail on this, <clears throat> uh, is Thor of the Dark World. Just go Just go. list all three. <clears throat> oh, am I listing all three? Yeah. Number 22, which might surprise some people, is uh, Iron Man 3. And number 23 is The Incredible Hulk. Okay. Uh, mine is I kind of want to dive into your Iron Man three thing a little bit, but uh, my number my number twenty one is Captain Marvel. My number twenty two is Thor: The Dark World, and my number twenty three is The Incredible Hulk. See, I'd want to dive in on why your number twenty one is Captain Marvel, but I would I'd, too. I I would love to. Well, maybe we'll save that for another podcast. My number twenty one is Incredible Hulk. My number twenty two is Iron Man three. And my number twenty-three is Thor: Dark World. Wait, I was, one was more that, time. Uh, twenty-one Hulk, twenty-two Iron Man three, twenty-three Thor: Dark World. Oh, see, so flipped them. I was I was actually gonna ask um everybody what their what their opinion was on uh Captain Marvel because it's one of the most like controversial Marvel movies. It's like um I really enjoy that movie. It's not it's number seventeen on my full list, but. It's number 13 um, on mine. I, I really, really enjoyed Captain Marvel for what it was, but I... Dustin, why is it number 20, 22 or 21? Listen, listen, I'll say from 1 to 21, they're not bad movies. I enjoy all these <laughs> movies. So you're saying the only two bad movies are Thor Dark World and Incredible Correct. Hulk. Correct. They're bad, Captain, they're Mar- so Captain bad. Marvel is just my least favorite. Okay. That's how I did the ranking, okay. because I enjoy, I enjoy all of these so much. There's even some parts of Thor Dark World that I because I do like Thor. I, it's just a long, draggy movie that doesn't really have any payoffs in the end. So it's like, eh. Yeah, you think the big payoff is Loki dying bad. and he doesn't actually die. Mm-hmm. Um, um, but Captain, yeah, Captain Marvel, it's just like, I had high hopes for Brie Larson in the role. She comes she- off as kind of like, I, I thought she did well, but it's just like something about her rubbed me the wrong way a little bit. It was like, she just like, I don't know. She's a little douchey. Did you see Captain Marvel? Did you see Captain Marvel before you saw Endgame? Because I saw Endgame first. I saw Captain Marvel in theaters. Like, I think, I think the Thursday, like pre-release. I think I did too. I think I went because I was excited for it. Um, but yeah, like I enjoyed it fine. Um, bringing Coulson back was really cool. Uh, young, Sam, young uh nick fury yep young nick fury was cool we find out how he lost his eye and i think that's absolutely fucking hysterical mm-hmm. um especially because the couple movies well that quite a few movies prior he he has a line where he says the last time i trusted somebody i lost an eye yep. and <laughs> that's so funny that he's that's a winter soldier hat you know it's like <laughs> it's it, it kind of it makes that line when he says it all those movies ago, super funny. Yeah. Um, and you get introduced to 
scrolls and she has her power from an infinity stone too and it's like she she is very powerful and she is a badass and it's just it's a good movie and i think it was done well and i like kind of like the different time periods for some of these movies and stuff but it's just it's something about captain marvel herself that I'm not the biggest fan of, and I don't know if that's how it's written or if it's Brie Larson or if it's like a bit of both, but it's just, she comes off a little douchey. And I think it more so in Endgame, which I've seen more than Captain Marvel, she comes across like that. And I think I might be displacing some of my opinion of her in Endgame onto Captain Marvel as a standalone movie, but that's where <clears throat> that. Uh, speaking on Endgame, because we'll just dive into it. Our number ones it's, are all it's Endgame. All, it's all our number one. Um, but uh, I think her Am appearance in... Volt? <laughs> her her uh, appearance oh, wait, in Endgame... Justin, your, your number one is Thor, Thor? Is that what you said? Thor the Dark World, yep. Oh, uh, Thor Dark World, okay. I thought you said Thor, Thor 1. No, you said Fine. Age of Ultron first, didn't you? I, I did, but I changed it because because Malekith the Dark Elf is one of the most compelling characters I've ever seen put to screen. Um, Let me tell you. Uh, going back to what I said, um, her appearance at Endgame is the I think literally the first ever time I've swooned in a uh, in a, a movie theater when swooned? when yes when she comes up to Peter and she's like, Hey Peter Parker, you got something for me? Oh man, dude. <laughs> and, Whew, like oh, I had to like cool myself off in the theater because that doesn't see that. Ethan, you bite I your lip. Oh yeah, clear I, off. I bit through my lip. Yep. <laughs> it's still in a regal cinema somewhere. <laughs> um, the I would agree with you, except for, and and I was I was watching Endgame with my brother the other day, and uh, at at Freak Dumps on Twitter. I think that Brie Larson could pull off a pixie cut very well. The fake haircut that they gave her, it it just looks so dumb to me. Mm. It ruined all of her once she got that stupid fucking haircut, man. It like because I think she could legitimately pull off a short hairdo, and it was just how it looked on screen did not work. Hmm. You. Hmm. Interesting. You got something against Brie Larson, don't you? No, 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 no. No, I think Brie Larson's very attractive, and I like her in everything. The first time I saw her in anything was 23 Jump, or 21 Jump Street, and I absolutely love her so in that and anything She's else I've seen her. fantastic in Scott Pilgrim. She is in Scott Pilgrim. You're right. Well, I, I saw Scott Pilgrim for the first time. Jesus Christ, maybe like last year. Um, um, but the movie as a whole, man. Endgame mm-hmm. as a whole. Uh, I... Again, I will, a cinematic experience that can't I will be never, yeah, I will okay never to. forget the emotions that I had during the portal scene at the end. Yeah. Um, I hate, absolutely hate when people cheer and clap in movie theaters, and this was the only movie I was okay with it. Like, yep. dude, the portal scene, uh, obviously, spoiler alert, Tony, Tony's death. Um, yep. Everything, the, like everything about that movie the last third of that movie is just top notch so like, let me let me ask dustin because he's a captain guy did you get more chills during the avengers assemble so I was, or I gonna, or when you touch on or when i'll touch on it here. so lead leading in when when they come out on the thing 
and when Thor fucking lightning bolt changes him into the arguably the most badass he's ever looked. Yep. While still tubby. being 150 pounds overweight, yep. like that's a that's a task. And when they're walking down and they start fighting and everything, and Thor's role reversal from the end of Infinity War, mm-hmm. and Gilner picks up and it clocks Thanos in the head, and I was like, when when it picked up, I started thinking that's where it was going, and I was like, no fucking way. And it flew and he caught it and he like sort of like as he catches it, he turns away from the camera and then he sort of like glances back. Yeah. I got so many fucking chills. Dude, I have chills just, just you talking about it. But then uh, when Thor was like, I knew it. It was, it was so yeah. fucking cool. That, and, um, then, and then he, he gets curb stomped through the rock. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It was when, when that happened, I, I, I got so many chills. And I, I was watching Endgame with my brother. And that. At, at Frank Dumps on Twitter. I would say. At Frank Dumps on Twitter. And that couldn't have been. If if I say that was the sixth time I've seen it, I've seen it. I think that would be a low estimate because I've seen Endgame quite a few times now. Um, and it still gives me chills. And the. Him saying Avengers Assemble in the theater, I think, carried more weight than it does now because the Mjolnir thing always gives me chills. And then when he runs after him and he does the Super Mario jump and he uppercuts Thanos with it. And he gets, then he gets um, the lightning and oh, yes. Yeah. So um, um, but the on your left portal scene, I think, gave me the most chills in the theater. And there was there was a tear. So just one because just one I'm not I, a, I'm not a movie crier and that that was I'm enough. I'm a big movie crier. So am I. Um, Thor or uh, Cap getting me on there one. Uh, that's when I started and I just literally just did not stop until the end of the movie. Like I was just literally crying the entire like just not like bawling my eyes out but like there was just tears streaming down my face because I was, was just hard, so it, happy. It was hard and, to watch through happy tears. Yeah, I dude, the, dude oh, oh man, the the. Well, Fucking hearing hearing Falcon and just be like Cap on your left and then like the look on Cap's face when everything starts coming and then just like the first first character that's out it comes out as Black Panther and you're like oh shit and then like uh, Spider Man swinging in that's when I actually like legitimately started crying when is when Spider Man came back like I knew obviously he was coming back because he had a movie scheduled for later in the year like three months later but yeah I didn't um, I didn't cry when he popped out the I, I think I think I had two tears for when Peter and Tony have the interaction on the on the battlefield mm-hmm. and Peter's right. like all apologetic and like trying to be like, hey, I don't want to screw up. I want to keep my job. I, I want to be an Avenger. And Tony just like gives him the shut the fuck up, kid. Come here and gives him a hug as yeah, like a word dad. And it was like, oh, shit, the feels. Yep. Big feels. So, um. I watched, uh, I sent it to you, Ethan, the YouTube video of the crowd reaction on opening night. Mm-hmm. And the, I wish I was in that theater because the theater I was in had a bunch of claps and a bunch of oohs and ahs. But this theater erupted when the, when the portals opened and Spider-Man came through and Black Panther came through and everything. It was so cool. I got chills and 
a couple tears watching it on my phone after seeing Endgame multiple times and still just the reaction. The theater-going experience for Endgame was probably second to none. I would compare um, maybe compare Rise of Skywalker to it just because it was the end of something that like we've been watching for years. So, I mean, the theater-going experience alone is one of the reasons why Endgame will, will stand the test of time. And every time I watch it, I'll just think about what the uh, theater experience was like for me. So mm-hmm. it's so, it's so weird that that movie's like three hours long, and it does not feel like three hours. Yeah. Nope. Um, and that, like, that's a, that's the mark of a of a good movie because there's no there's no fluff. Yeah. Every bit of movie that's in there has a purpose, and they didn't do it to get a three hour runtime out of it. They did it because they were like, oh shit, this thing's getting kind of long. We need yeah. to put it in a watchable. <laughs> I guarantee. <laughs> It could have been a four-hour movie, and I would have been okay. We with need that. we need to cut stuff out. It's and it's just kudos to the Russo brothers because I mean shit, they came in at Winter Soldier and they just took off after that. Um, and, so everyone obviously talks about the portal scenes and like the end, like the last third of that movie, but the first two thirds of that movie are also just so goddamn good. Going back to New York in 2014, seeing the original yeah. Avengers, the the 360 yeah. spin, and then like it pans away and like. Uh, present day, present, present day Cap and, and Iron Man are and Thor are, are um, not Thor. Yeah. Um, America's ass. Iron yep. Man, Ant Man and, and uh, Hulk. Sure. They're all just sitting in the, the alley and then like Hulk smash and like. And He's Hulk, like. Uh. Uh, and <laughs> um, the, re- the reason why everything got screwed up in the first place was Hulk had to take the stairs after yep. Avengers one. <laughs> Hulk hates yep. stairs. Um. So New York 2014 is good. Uh, seeing. Peter Quill dancing, or yeah, 2012. Uh, seeing Peter Quill dancing on the planet by himself, and you can't hear the music. It's you just so hear him good. singing along. Yeah. So he's an uh, idiot. So he's an idiot. <laughs> um, again, another uh, uh, team up you won't get, to, you probably won't ever get to see again is Nebula and War Machine. I uh, really like uh, Brody as War Machine. I really like him. Don Cheadle. I'm not a big fan of War Machine. He's probably one of my least favorite characters in the MCU. I just don't think he's funny. Like, and he tries to be too quippy, and I just don't think he's good at it. I I agree. I think he does have his moments. Like in in Infinity War, when the little exchange he has with Banner, when he's like, "Should we bow?" and he's like, well, "Yeah, he's a king." And then he bows yeah. and says, we don't do that here. And then he kind of overdoes it by being like, dude, what are you doing? Yeah. It's like, he should have just like smirked and walked away. Yeah. And it's um, like. But, but I think he tries to be a little too funny in Endgame because like, there's like, so we just like take baby Thanos and then like, he's like, oh, yeah, and, like, like, oh, like, come on, man. Like, relax a little bit. You're not that funny. Um, I think Professor Hulk was, a, was the right way to go with that. I, I liked that a lot. That was cool. Um, so- Coming right Again, off of, first, uh, I actually watched uh, Ragnarok today. I'm upset we didn't get full Hulk in, in Endgame. I get why we didn't, because it's Professor Hulk, but I'm, I'm upset he didn't go, like, full Hulk on, uh, yeah, on Thanos. Without, yeah. Regular Hulk wouldn't have put on the Infinity Gauntlet. That's true. Infinity yeah. Gauntlet and snapped his fingers to bring everyone back. Um, shit, what was I saying? Oh, in the... Yeah, the it's a three-hour movie, but the whole beginning half... Some people may think it's kind of slow, but I think it it carries so much weight with like showing that Thanos didn't succeed. Like he like Earth is not thriving. It's like, yeah, there's whales in the Hudson. So in that regard, I, I guess. But it's like the societal and emotional impact of what he did, like Captain America is leading a support group for people. Yep. 
lost their significant others and stuff and it's it's just like it it's crazy like um oh fuck i lost my train of thought oh that uh going into that movie who who here by show of hands thought that thanos would die in the first 15 minutes uh, no hands should be raised. Oh no, I did. I did not see that. Right. And then Thor just cuts his head off, and then that's it. And then they move on. It's just like that. That was so shocking to me because like Thanos coming off of Infinity War, Thanos was probably the the biggest topic because he was just the coolest bad guy in like movie history and like like everyone like loved Josh uh, Brolin's performance. And then they kill him off. And then he gets for the head. And then he gets shitty Thanos. Us? I think six of us went to go see it on opening night and I was sitting kind of in the middle and I out loud, I think when that happened, I went, what? <laughs> yeah. In, I, in the theater. Yeah. I was, I was one of the audible, holy shit. Like, <laughs> like, yeah. Oh my God. What's, what just happened? Um, but then, and then, uh, Scott Lang having an awesome part in, um, yeah. end game. Paul so Rudd is just so good. Paul Rudd hey, basically plays the, the the audience. He has no idea what the fuck's going on, but he's just happy to be there. Yep. Yep. And he's funny. Yeah. He's hilarious. America's ass. He has he has some of the best lines. Um. And then. Uh, um. And then you get like the the moments that are like super important to the two characters who are done after these two movies or after this movie, which is uh, Iron Man and Cap. You get the the moment where Iron Man gets to talk to his dad, and yep. like reflect on it on having a daughter and stuff like that and uh also the moments with his daughter when i love you 3000 which has now become one of the most like famous lines in movie history yeah um and then cap going back in time and seeing um what's her face peggy. uh peggy which leads him to then go back in time and stay there until he's old until she passes yeah. away yeah yeah um, special shout out to uh, joe biden for being playing old captain america <laughs> Oh, don't do that. Don't you do that. No, it's Clint Eastwood. Clint Eastwood. <laughs> it does um, look like Joe Biden. Holy shit. No, it looks like Clint Eastwood. <laughs> um, but a little something I was a little bummed about until I like rewatched um, like the rest of the movies was I was uh, leaving the theater. I was pretty bummed that uh, Falcon got the shield and not Bucky. But I then, agree. But then rewatching it, I understand that Falcon was there, and Falcon is is the one to take. It should be oh, yeah. the one to take the next. Um, I'm pretty pumped Captain. for uh, Falcon to wear a soldier on Disney Plus. Yeah. See, I think they should like tag team it. You know, it's like they both they both have had the mantle of Captain America. Por qué no los dos? You know, send it. Make two costumes. Why not? Do it. But there's only one shield. Make another one. Well, paint. Paint. Uh, have. A sled. Shuri, make vibranium wings for Falcon. And we already saw it in Civil War. He can disconnect it and turn it into a shield. So just have him do that, baby. He didn't disconnect it. The wings just folded over front of him, I thought. Or whatever. He he turned him into a shield. Yeah. Endgame's so good, man. Yeah, this was fun just reminiscing about it. I. I, now I want to watch Endgame. <laughs> it's so good. The, the yeah. funeral scene is fantastic. Like it's heart pulls on the heartstrings so, with, with literally every single character ever, mm-hmm. and like the MCU there. So um, when I inevitably build a man cave, when I when I buy my own house, I will have a man cave, and I have a plan to have a uh, a mantelpiece set up, and in the center of 
I'm going to have like a little diorama with some some action figures. And in the middle of that diorama is going to be Captain America with Mjolnir from Endgame doing the, the Super Mario uppercut on Thanos. Hell yeah. Yeah, hell yeah. It's so good, dude. Like, Endgame, like, it'll never be touched. Like, there's no other way to say it than that I will probably never experience going to the theater like that again. Nope. Until until they remake it in 20 years. Yeah, right. I I I don't think they obviously I don't think they're going to, but even if they did, that you know how much backlash they would get, man, because they they fucking nailed it, dude. Yeah. Yeah. They they fucking nailed it. And I think Endgame coming out really screwed Star Wars because there was no way Rise of Skywalker was gonna hit as hard as Endgame. Did. They also have the same exact ending. Like very, well, very similar. <laughs> but I I meant like the movie itself. Not yeah. Just the ending. Dustin, did you notice that? We never really talked about Rise of Skywalker, but did you notice that the end of Rise of Skywalker is basically the end of Avengers Endgame? Uh, Tony Stark buries the Infinity <laughs> Gauntlet in the sand on Tatooine, and no. he says that he's Tony Skywalker? <laughs> um, it's uh, when Thanos remember. is like... Is that a post-credit scene? Yep, post-credit scene. Uh, Thanos is like, I am inevitable. Uh, Palpatine's like, I am the Sith. And then Iron Man's like, I am Iron no, Man. No, it's the Senate. <laughs> Do it. Do it. Um, but the I am Iron Man scene is so good. Like to- Tony in that movie is just so good. Like it, just only thing he wanted was to save his daughter, yeah. have make sure his daughter was still around after all that was said and done. Uh, did not expect Natasha to die at all. Yeah. Oh, ooh, 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 ooh! I have one gripe about this movie of one gripe only. Okay. Girl power. Really? I didn't mind it. I wish oh, they didn't no. do it. I, I wish they didn't do I it in thought... Infinity War. I thought it was so fucking forced that it made it displeasing. Like if they if they did it more subtly, I think if like if if they showed like all the girls like individually fighting and then they got kind of like backed into a corner and then sort of like figured out that they were like all had each other's backs where they were like almost in like a 360 type thing like the original Avengers. And then it happened kind of organically rather than like almost like a video game cutscene, which is what we got in the in the movie. You know, it's like a video game cutscene. That's the last thing you would see before you actually transition back into the yeah. fighting aspect of the game. And I I didn't like that. I didn't mind it too much like, because I think it was I think it was good. I think I think that those heroes deserved like their little moment of girl power and stuff yeah so i don't disagree with the sentiment of it i disagree with what we got it gave mantis something to do in the final fight it gave uh uh, what's her name hope from ant-man uh something to do um she's awesome yeah evangeline lily that's another one big fan yeah i i kind of agree that it should have happened more organically i also think that it should not have happened in an infinity war and an endgame because you get one in infinity war too with um yeah the infinity war one was small yeah but it's basically the same exact scene it just expanded upon in, in endgame yeah, so i wish but, but it, it also gives in, uh black widow the chance to do it because she doesn't get to do it in the yeah endgame. the one in infinity war though it happened organically like kind of how i was saying like it, it didn't feel forced it felt like they like happened to be near each other and they took out the only girl bad girl you know mm-hmm. i also think that they should have made wanda 
more powerful than they really did. Cause I she, think she's overpowered. <laughs> I think really? she's 100% OP. Well, well, I think between her and Captain Marvel, they could have they could have taken out Thanos. Probably. She almost did in uh, in Infinity War. She almost mm-hmm. took out Thanos. I've, you don't really know what Scarlet Witch's powers are. She just has the power to do they, whatever she wants. They kind of explain in Ultron. Not really. But then she has like different powers in Civil War, and she, like, I don't know. She just has whatever she can do whatever she wants to do. It's just yeah. kind of weird. I think she's a little OP, but oh well. I also kind of wish that Quicksilver stuck yeah, around. Dude. <laughs> I really I really like Aaron Taylor Johnson and I wanted him to stick around, but he just dies in, in Ultron, but we didn't see that coming. Yeah. Nope. Oh well. Also I'm like I don't really understand like there's a lot of the time travel shit that I just don't get in Endgame. Like they tried to like Obviously, like I get it, but like no, I I think they did a great job at explaining it, so and I like how they and I like how they shit on every other time travel movie, calling you're, it bullshit. You're basing you're basing your theory <laughs> off of Back to the Future. Oh yeah, <laughs> I I don't understand how the only the I think the only part that confuses me is that when Cap goes back to return everything, I don't get how he stays in the past. Like I get that he like runs by his like like his uh callback thing like when he's supposed to come back he doesn't come back like i don't but i don't understand how he stays in the past for as long as he does but or how he or how he uh, replaces the soul stone i don't get that either yeah they didn't really explain how he just throw it gives it back to see he i would like to see that because it's red skull i would like to see cap oh shit that's a good point does he bring them all back? Yeah. Yeah, he, he brings every stone. Yeah, and then he stays in the past hmm. with Peggy. I, which is the only part I just don't really get. He replaces, or he gives Mjolnir back to Thor in, in Thor 2. But yeah, but like, I, I agree. I would have I loved to see that interaction because it is Red Skull. Um, but he's also like, it's kind of more or less like, he's an omniscient being that happens to be red skull yeah. now rather than he is red skull. Um, but so I figured the conversation would have went like he gets to the top of the hill and he comes out and he does this German Steve Rogers, son of Bill Rogers thing. <laughs> and he cap kind of like, throws a shield at him and it just goes through him and he's like god ah, zombie and like it's punching a ghost and he's like and then they have a little conversation and he figures it out and he says i brought this back and that's kind of the end yeah i should yeah. write marvel movies <laughs> you fucking nail it dude you got um, better girl power scenes and a and a very comical ghost fighting scene with captain america versus we, red skull we also got some uh fantastic <clears throat> meme Templates with the uh, no, I don't think I will. When uh, Falcon mm. asks about the girl, tell me about it. No, I don't think I will. Very good. But we've been uh, we've been talking for almost two hours, so we're gonna wrap this up. <laughs> oh, yeah. Really? Yep, it's an hour and fifty minutes. It's gonna be our longest podcast yep. so far. It's our longest episode of Bros talking, and rightly so because the MCU is just so good. Yeah. Imagine That's if true. we did our whole twenty-three. Oh Ooh, man, we'd be, we'd be talking, talking for like six hours. <laughs> We'd be talking the entire length of Endgame. <laughs> Alright, guys. Uh, you, so you hit us up on Twitter and tell us what your favorite MCU movie is, and if it's not Endgame, why the fuck is it not Endgame? 
great. Yeah. <laughs> um, that's that's how the question needs to be proposed on Twitter. Yeah. <laughs> exact uh, verb. So Nick, if people want to follow you on uh, social media and tell you about their favorite MCU moments, where would they go? Both Instagram and Twitter. My handle is n i c k a zero two three. Nick a zero two three on Twitter and Instagram. Let me know Dun- what your favorite Marvel movie is. Please. Dustin, do you have any uh, social media you would like to plug? Uh, no social media I'd like to plug. You can go ahead and double up on your uh, your responses to me. Go ahead to at Bros Talking. Heyo. Uh, and just just direct it at at Dusty. You know, just uh, double the traffic over there because I'll see it over there. I'm not a I'm not a Twitter guy. Um, so we got you. We'll keep the, you in the loop. Give, yeah, we'll keep give, you in there. Give the oh, I, I follow you guys on Instagram and stuff, but I get, I got a private Instagram account. I'm not trying to be insta famous, so I don't need traffic there. You know. There you go. I've got to plug something somebody's mm-hmm. not going to see. Nice so little nice give, little private life. I like it. Give give you guys the love. Um, so. Yeah, send it that way. They can refer me any love that gets directed to me, and uh, I'll live my Twitter dreams through the boys. So Dustin, I plugged the the Twitter from for for us. It's uh, at Bros underscore talking. Instagram at Bros talking with no underscore. Mine, if you want to tweet at me, is amazing asthmatic. I'll put those all in the show description like I usually do. Um, Dustin, thanks for for coming on. We'd love to have yeah, you again. Man. Hey, no problem. Do you guys want to play Warzone? Yeah, yeah. let's go fucking play Warzone. I should, I should, hold on, it's 10.13. I should probably have dinner. <laughs> <laughs> All right, bye, guys. All right. All right. See you.